0: Yo, yo, check, this, check out. this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Sorry, do you need to get a load off? Uh, I think we all do. I think as a country, we carry a massive load on our shoulders. And it's something that here on the morning show, we're trying to, and as Good Up FM, we are trying to address on a daily basis. Um, and of course, we're, uh, you know, doing so by really trying to tackle the issue of gender based violence in our country. It is a huge problem, one that runs very, very deep. But also, if the moral test of a nation is how that nation treats its most vulnerable, members, especially its women and its children, then history is not going to judge us very kindly. So today we're talking to Fadia Arnold. She's an attorney. She's a public speaker. She's a regular on radio. She writes for a ton of publications. And today she's joining us on the radio. Fadia, good morning. Welcome to Good Up FM and The Morning Show, my darling. Good morning, Anne, and to the team. I'm happy to be here
1: always. How are you doing, I'm doing good. Um, mm. Yeah, I recovered from a COVID. So yes. uh, that's all well and done
0: now. And yeah, starting to get things going my side. You know what? Um, I've been thinking of you for such a long time because COVID's really come close to my family and my extended family as well. So I'm always so wonderful when we hear about those. Uh, I'm always so happy, rather, when we hear about those, uh, you know, those positive cases, those recoveries. It really is recovered. um, And I live with uh, my parents who are over 70. And luckily, uh, they they didn't contract it. So good news. So, Fadia, we are talking about uh, gender-based violence today on uh, the webinar, Good Up FM's Warrior Women webinars. We're talking about uh, gender-based violence. It is such a scourge on our nation. It is something that happens every single day. And I think it's something that has incredibly accelerated, especially in the time of lockdown when women were stuck at home with their abusers as well. Um, Have you ever, in what you do, come across cases like this where women just didn't know where to turn? or where to go? Absolutely. Um, Almost every
1: day since, you know, becoming an attorney. And in my own personal life, um, as a young lady, uh, I experienced physical abuse from an intimate partner, a boyfriend. Wow. So uh, it's very close to home and uh, I've never publicly spoken about it, but it's very close to home and, um, you know, I've made the decision now in Women's Month to contribute the conversation, um, and to let young ladies who are listening to us um, let them know what they can do, or if they are in these situations, a lot of them, you know, are in these uh, let's say marriages where mm. you know they can't even leave the house, wow.
0: um,
1: and uh, that's a problem. So, what you need to do when we're talking about physical abuse, um, mm. and, and let's just go there for a second. If it's physical abuse, it's an assault. Yeah. immediately call one oh triple one um I've done the investigation they'll answer your call they'll send some uh a SAP, um official to your house if you're being- ab- abused and they'll do so immediately um and you then report that. If you're able to actually leave the house, um, go to your nearest police station. If it's an assault, if you've been physically abused, they'll ask you to um, uh, report that. You'll then report that. You'll also have to go to a doctor and complete a J88 form. That's so very important. So not a lot of people know that they need to complete this J88 form mm. in order for the uh, South African Police Service's to investigate this properly and for there to be criminal prosecution against the abuser. That's very important. And then the next step is go to your nearest civil court in your jurisdiction or area where you reside and get a protection order. The clerks of the civil courts are very, very... um, good at assisting in this regard it's free and you can get a protection order almost immediately and it will be an interim protection order and that that may result then in the abuser being arrested and taken out of the residence which Mm. is what we want
0: I was listening to you when you said that you were so young and this happened to yeah. you. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to know, what are some of the signs very, very early on? You know, because yeah. I think that um, it, it doesn't necessarily show or rear its ugly head in the beginning. And yeah. little by little and by little, you start to see these ugly things come out. Uh, and sometimes, you know, we we miss these signs because we're like, oh, the person's a good person yeah. or, you know, he wouldn't do that. Or how do yeah. I face my family? Because a lot of times we live for the spectator do You know, we yeah. stay in the relationship for the spectators. Yeah. What are those early signs that we should be listening to? Uh, because it, as women, our intuition is really strong.
1: Yeah. So, and I'll give you my personal story um, just very quickly, is that a relationship can be uh, going very well for a long period. Let's say two years and there um, is love and all is well. And then suddenly something started to change and i was quite young um a, a teenager at the time going into uh, my, my 20s and mm-hmm. it started with a uh, sort of handrest uh, very uh, ugly uh, holding of the of the wrist there in is. arguments yeah. um and it uh, i thought you know oh that was just an argument and I left it at that because, you know, you were in the relationship and you had an argument and I didn't know any better as a young girl. Yeah. Um and and we just, you know, believe our, our partners it's just a once off and mm-hmm. then it becomes more frequent and then it escalates to uh what happened to me, a uh, choke holding. Yeah. Um uh in deeper arguments and sure. uh that eventually then becomes more frequent and uh, you forgive the person they say they're sorry uh, they'll never do it again um, but it will happen it becomes a repetitive situation because mm. the abuser re- realizes this person isn't going to do anything about it yeah. and they've got that control and it escalates then to um, uh, hitting or smacking of the face mm. And that's where I ended mine because I thought that that was the last for me. um It became too much um so those are the signs they start very, very small, you know with uh uh someone taking your hand or your arm or um just sort of initially seeing what they can do and what you might do about it. Yeah. And you re- and then you do nothing. Testing the boundaries. Uh, because you love your, your, your boyfriend or your husband at that time or your intimate partner. Um, and you think, oh, we just had a, a argument. But you have another argument and they'll test your boundaries as to what they can do um, and the physical abuse will escalate. And I hope that everyone listening to us, I mean, I'm 36 now. Um, turning 36 and it's always something I've, I've thought about, never spoken about. Um, but I want the young ladies listening to us to just know that, you know, it's not, it, it won't get better. Any relationship mm. that you start, um, off, that you're in, even if you're in it for years, when physical abuse starts, um, it, it won't end. Yeah. It won't end. And you need to trust your family and mm. friends at that time. You need to tell someone, tell an adult, and you need to report it so that you don't live with this baggage years later in life would be my personal and professional advice.
0: Well, since we have this professional advice, I still have a question surrounding uh, verbal abuse, being cyber-stalked, Kind of like non-violent abuse. Could we potentially call you in the next 10 minutes? Because I really would love your input on that. Because I know that that is another area of abuse that so many women don't know how to handle.
1: They don't know how. And I will also add my personal touch to having had that happen to me as well.
0: Awesome. Oh, we're here for it. Fadia Arnold joins us in the next 10 minutes, an attorney at law. We're still chatting to Fadia Arnold, attorney, public speaker. Uh, she's a regular on Good Hope FM, helping us find our way through this really uh, terrible time of gender based violence and the fact that so many people are going through it. We actually got a message on our WhatsApp line, which is really, really true. And Fadia, maybe you can also weigh in on this. And this person says, Hey, uh it's not just men abusing. I was abused as a man by a woman and it also started, as your guest stated, starts with some, something small then escalates into full-on violence. And I think that this is something that we maybe forget and something that's less spoken mm-hmm. about when men are on the receiving end of gender-based violence. I think maybe because women are so disproportionately more affected by gender-based violence as well, but it doesn't make it right either way.
1: Absolutely, and you've you've stated it so eloquently. Um, It goes both ways, and I've had um, men as well um, in this situation, and uh, it really does go both ways, but as you say, it is disproportionate. So in terms of males, the same advice I would uh, give them as to what to do uh, in physical abuse uh, uh, situations. Same advice these um, small things, they escalate. You need to get out mm. and you need to also, there are many um uh, ICAS or certain uh, organizations who can assist with therapy. That was something I didn't mention that yeah. you, you definitely need to take a look at because it's so hard mm. to, for example, being in a long-term relationship where half of it was great and then certain st- things started to occur mm. and the abuse then escalates and it
0: can end up, I mean, People have ended up dead. And you know what? Um, It's also the psychological impact that I worry about as well. Uh, When it comes to the nonviolent aspect, someone might not be physical with you, but there is verbal abuse. There is mental abuse. There is being cyber stalked. Uh, You know, the kind of things that leaves you with a trauma that's not visible because it doesn't show on your body. But it's also just as serious. And it's sometimes uh, a bigger trauma. For some people, you know,
1: it really depends on the situation. So with cyber stalking, um, people need to know that that is a cyber crime. You can, you can have a criminal record if you are caught cyber stalking. Um, it's an invasion of privacy if you hack into people's social media accounts um if you uh, uh, uh take on their account or uh state that you are them and then you start you know catfishing around yeah. all of those are cyber crimes and people need to educate themselves on what cyber crimes are in south Africa mm-hmm. um you google it it will give you a list of what cyber crimes entail and immediately the process uh in that situation because it's as it, it 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 may be as traumatizing as physical abuse. Yeah. You know, it depends on the person, depends on the circumstance. And I de- it has happened to me as well. My accounts have been hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it has happened to me. And immediately what you do is you go to st- uh, the police station again. Yeah. The difference here is because you don't have a J88 or physical abuse, mm-hmm. the, they are less uh, helpful wow. uh, in, in, in how I experienced it. And what they explained to me and what I figured out in in these situations is get a protection order from your civil court in Mm -hmm. the the area you reside in immediately. And the protection order needs to state I'm being stalked on the Internet or my accounts have been hacked um, or my WhatsApp or my phone has been hacked. This is what I can show as proof or this person is defaming me on the Internet. Mm -hmm. This is what I can show. And I want to get an interim protection order and they will assist you greatly with that. And when once you have that protection order, you go back to, uh, SAT and it will then make the case, the case stronger and then it will be pro- pro- criminal prosecution as well as the civil matter of the protection order. Yeah. So. People need to just remember uh, when it comes to the physical and the non-physical violence that we're facing, whether it be against a male or a female, it's important to go to your uh, civil court to get your protection order, your interim protection order, which will then, um, uh, the the sheriff will serve it on the alleged abuser, and there will be a final uh, appearance where the abuser will need to come to court to defend themselves. Um, And then either a protection order is made final or not, depending on that. And then the other aspect is go to your police station in the area you reside and you report that as well as give the protection order details and they will then pursue that from, from a criminal aspect.
0: Oh, my goodness! you know what it, it it just it seems so overwhelming, but the truth it's is cute. that this is this is what people go through on a daily basis this is yeah. it's you know it, the the act of abusing is not a single event. It continues to go with people and move with people throughout the rest of their lives. And this is why it is just such a psychological trauma on on so many victims. And I'm just happy that we have you here uh, because I think a lot of people want to know, what do I do now? What is my next step?
1: Yeah, and also just for our audience and our young ladies and young men that are listening to us, that, you know, it happens to... Uh, professional people just like me um, you know i'm i'm a, i'm an attorney um, i i know my rights i knew my rights um, at the time you know I was studying law um, and, uh, it happens to people we think it may not happen to. Mm. Um, and I think that's important and we need to be the trailblazers in helping those who think that they can't do anything about it because they are not, uh, a professional or they cannot afford to do so. Um, there are ways of, of, of helping, uh, uh these people. You, yeah. the court is free. Getting your protection order is free. Going to SAT is free. Um, if you're intimidated, take, take, and, take someone with you. Get a trusted adult to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of organizations that also help with psychology um, on a free basis. And maybe we can touch base maybe next week or on another session on, on what places um, or organizations are available um, at no cost to help people with a psychological aspect. Because this can go on for years you see something in a movie and it triggers you 20 years later, yeah. um, you know? So I think we should, we should look at that also and maybe touch base on all the organizations people can go to at no
0: cost. 100%. And we'll do that. We'll definitely do that now that we have you with us. Uh, we'll definitely, you know, carry on this journey together. But, Fadia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your expertise. Thank you for your knowledge. Uh, and thank you for sharing your story with us. It's always so powerful to know that we're not alone in this.
1: You're not alone, thank you, Leanne. And it was great. Wow. I, hope we, I hope this was good for everyone who listened. I hope everyone gained uh, some insight. And I hope we've helped some people today.
0: I think we have, I certainly think we have. And we'll catch up with you again very soon, Fadia. Thank awesome. you so much, my darling. Time. It's all you need.